What's up, guys? This is Two Dudes Talking, episode two, uh, brought to you by Scaling Memes for Geometrically Challenged Teens. Uh, fastest growing, funniest meme page on Facebook and the internet. Uh, if you're ever feeling down and you need a good laugh, definitely check out this page. Uh, if you're looking for, the ze- this is the ad read, by the way, the zestiest, most succulent memes on the market, check out Scaling Memes for Geometrically Challenged Teens. I'm actually so glad we got that ad read out of the way. But yeah, it's a good page. Actually, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I really, I'm, I'm a very big meme guy. And yeah. when I go to this page, I'm, I'm always laughing. So I'm glad uh, we could figure out a deal with them. Yeah, well, you um, know, Matt, I've been following this since day one. You too. I think you were the one that actually showed me it. Yeah, it was it was huge when I saw it. I was like, wow, this is actually like a hysterical page. I really liked all the content. It was very, it's very me, you know. It was very awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. And we, we really liked what he posted. You know, he posts a lot of pictures and videos. Um, a lot of original content as well. So, Definitely check it out. It's, it's a great source um, for memes. And if you really, really like memes and you're on Facebook a lot, this is definitely the place to do You know, tag your friends, all that stuff, like the stuff, yeah. share it. It's hysterical. We were not lying on episode one. We are the most scalable podcast. We already have sponsorships. Episode so. two already have episode a massive sponsorship. Two. All right. So uh, first segment that we always start off the episodes with are, uh, so I want to ask, how was your week? I Usually it's how was your day, but we, uh, we had to postpone that a little bit. So we're going to go with how was your week? So, Nick, how was your week? Yeah, my week was good, you know. Uh, I actually went shopping a little bit yesterday. In, Where'd you go? In Soho and NoHo in the city. Okay. Uh, around where I work, so it was nice. I got to see, I got to go places and check out places I know, don't, don't normally go. But actually, one place I really wanted to go, and I did go, was actually the OVO store, the drink store, because I've heard a lot about it. I, I heard it's really nice. I've seen pictures of it on the internet. I've heard awesome things about it. It's actually, like, in this, it's, it's in, an, like, an apartment building, but, like, but like you know how like apartment buildings have like storefronts, yeah. You know? And like so, so you walk in and you have to walk up like ten stairs to get up there. So it's like wow, this is like really fancy, right? This is really cool. And a workout. Yeah, and a workout too. I'm burning calories while shopping. It's pretty mm. sweet. Um, so I do that and I walk up there. It's all white. Like it's all white, no black, no nothing, just white and gold. It's really cool. But it was super underwhelming. Like the store is pretty tiny and the selection was bare. Like there was nothing there, just shirts, sweatshirts, and like. Accessories like OVO Bic lighters that'll run out of fuel in like ten minutes, and like Zippos. So I was like, I Zippo I, Drake I, lighters. Yeah, like you gotta I, be. no thanks. Um, so I just like took my pictures, said like, yeah, I'm here. Um, checked in on Snapchat, you know, and that's that's about it. Uh, how what was uh, what was like the price range of those clothes anyway? Uh, I mean, the shirt's like fifty bucks, and the yeah, and then and then like and like the Gildan pullovers that should be priced at like. 20 bucks or like yeah. 158 that's so I mean it's, it's kind of crazy but like you're also like buying Drake's logo and it's like kind of yeah. dope to rock Drake is so. it like Kanye West style with like holes in it or is it like clothes? no it's like it's like it's like normal stuff it's, like, it's not you, you want I promise you you will not look homeless in OVO clothes uh-huh. you will look pretty legit you look great and the hat game was actually kind of cool on the in the store and also they had half the store roped off because I don't know. It looked like it was maybe like a high end store, maybe like a Louis Vuitton or Gucci store at one point, and they had this whole back like showing section that they just had to rope off because they didn't have enough product to support it, oh, so they just wow. roped it off. And it was, it was just so underwhelming that I was like, I was there for like two minutes, like, all right, I gotta dip. Like this yeah. is this is not fun. A way better place is like a Marshalls. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We at Two Dudes Talking are big Marshalls guys. Yes, we are. This is actually not part of the ad read. This is just us shouting out Marshalls. So shout out that. Yeah. Shout out Marshalls. Maybe if you hear this, you know, maybe give us a nice little ad read. We'll gladly do we it. We wear all your clothes uh, because your selection is broad, uh, to say the least. I think you can get anywhere from like like your dad's Hawaiian to like your grandpa's golf shorts yeah. but they look good though so and, then, it's like, and then it's even like nice trendy clothes like like ralph lauren 100 percent. and it's like uh, 
80% off. Always. And I have no idea why. We still can't figure that out. Never bothered to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, because it's fine. Like, it's, it's still in fashion. Like, never any holes. Like, I get it. Like, maybe it was like a, like a thread rip. Like, yeah, maybe 80% off, but nothing's off. ever yeah. wrong with these things. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Marshalls guy. I think uh, the way to go is cheap clothes, for sure. Because no one will know. So it's like, why even spend all that money at OVL? Cause and, and, like, who asked, like, did you go to Marshalls for that? Unless, like, you're diehard Marshalls. I, I asked Matt every nice polo I see. He's like, Marshalls, like... You know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and like that, the only person that's gonna get that is the two dudes talking. To exactly. Me. Shout out, and if uh, if you like Marshalls, leave a comment. Why not? Um, <laughs> exactly. All right. So uh, the first thing we want to uh, talk about today is you know everyone's been talking about it, but we want to get a, uh, our spin on it. Uh, it's the Mayweather versus McGregor uh, press conferences. So there was four. There was one in L. A. Then they moved to Toronto. Then they came to Brooklyn, and, <laughs> and then they uh, finished off in London. Um, so. I'm I'm assuming we both watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I see. I'm I'm a big UFC and kind of boxing guy, but not as big as you. So I really yeah. want to hear what your take is on all of this. I want to know who you think is going to win. If you had, yeah. If you had five hundred thousand dollars, who'd you put it on? Ooh. And why you think that person will win? And if you think McGregor will just go UFC and just tackle Mayweather wow. and just beat the shit out of him. All right. So uh, I mean, I guess I'll start off with the press conferences. Who I think won those? I think. I mean, McGregor is like the all-time best shit talker I've ever witnessed. Unbelievable. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's rehearsed or not. There's been some rumors that some of it's rehearsed, and there's some rumors that some of it's off the top because some of the stuff they did wouldn't make any sense for it to be rehearsed. Um, like there was a rumor that on the, you know, actually, yeah, there was a rumor that um, on the last leg of the press conference to London, they actually shared a private jet together. So they took a trip there together. So they were on the same plane, huh. and I can't imagine they weren't talking. Or shit-talking for five yeah, hours. <laughs> wait, I, I'm sure they were both laughing at how they're about to make $200 million each, which is insane. I think it's more like $100 million, but you get the point. Uh, so as far as the press conferences, I would, I would say I think McGregor probably won three of them. I think the only one he didn't win was Brook. I, mean, I want to say Brooklyn because Mayweather really got to him with the whole tapping out choke artist. I mean, I, I, it, it, I could see how that could piss off McGregor because, you know, Mayweather's never been in an octagon. You know, if, if Mayweather was getting choked out, he'd tap too. I think if anybody was getting choked out, you have to, like, you have to tap. It's either you tap or you pass out. Like, what's, there's, yeah, literally tap or die. Like, yeah, so, two options. so to call someone like a quitter, I get where he's coming from, but it's also two completely different sports. Um, who do I think is going to win the fight was your next question? Yeah. Um, that's, it's tough because people, people forget a lot that McGregor actually has been boxing before the UFC. Like, he, came up boxing. So he's it's not like he's like learning the sport of boxing. Like he knows he knows the basics. Uh, he probably know a little bit more of the basics cuz he's he's a good boxer even in the UFC when he's doing some stand up. He's his jabs are nice. He's really quick. He's a lot taller than Mayweather and bigger. And bigger, younger. The reach is there, the yeah. height is there. Uh, you know, who really knows if Mayweather has the reflexes still to to dodge someone as fast as McGregor. Plus, McGregor's left hand, either, I think it's his left it's hand, his left it's, hand yeah. is like knockout. Yeah, if, if that hits you, you're on the floor. So, it, it, you know, and it's one of those things where do you really want to, it's like I don't want to pay 90 bucks to see Mayweather dodge every one of McGregor's left hands. I want to see know. him eat some of them, but if he eats them, he's, he's knocked out. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if I only had $500,000 left in my bank account and after that I'm broke, I'd still probably put it on... Mayweather, just because it's his sport, and 
he knows what he's doing. You can't give him that. But if, you know, if I was like a rich dude and I was like, yeah, $500,000 means nothing, put it on McGregor because that, the, the, there is a good chance that he knocks him and he's done. He's sleeping. Now, you know, do I really think McGregor is going to uh, knock him out in under four rounds, like he said in the press conference? Uh, that's tough. I mean, I think it takes, it, it probably takes anybody into the sixth or seventh round to even understand what your opponent's doing to the game plan. So he'd have to really catch him off guard. I don't know what you think about that. Um, did you watch Spark? Yeah, you watched the press conference. Yeah, I've seen them all. So what do you think about him? Yeah. So well, well, first off, I just want to before I get into that, I want to I want to hit some points that that I like that you said. So remember that that McGregor's like twenty eight, and Young. and Mayweather's forty. Oh. So that's a huge difference. I mean, if if you if you just think about it, a twenty eight year old versus a forty year old, like come on, that's 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 insane. Like most, just to digress a little bit. Football players get beat up every day. Boxers get beat up every day. And football players last till like they're thirty-one. Yeah. You know? People are getting hit every single day. So in order for Mayweather to keep on getting hit every day for forty years old is insane to me. And McGregor, you know, this is not necessarily his sport per se because he's technically a UFC fighter. But as Matt said, he's been boxing for a while. I don't like Mayweather's game one because he's very agile and you can't hit. Mayweather and he will his cardio is unbelievable that he will draw it out until it's as no. many rounds as he can make it go until the judges have a unanimous decision that because he didn't get hit at all and he hit McGregor maybe like four times but yeah. he got hit none he wins the match and like who wants to pay 90 bucks for that exactly that's exactly what happened with the with the Pacquiao fight you know there was like zero contact yeah. there, you know like the people were just sweaty no blood looks like nothing happens to these people but but Mayweather won because he because ref- he just dodged and he played a very agile game, defensive game, which he's known for. You know, he's one of the best defensive boxers in the game. So I get it, like that's his game plan. But I want to see a match where these people are going at it. I want to see these two. I want to see McGregor's fire and his passion that he has in the UFC matches for for his forty. Even though he's forty one and forty nine and one, I want to see like he's like he's fifty and zero, same as Mayweather. Like these guys have never lost a match, and this is to see who wins the match. You know? Yeah, I. I think boxing is a dying sport, for sure, especially with the UFC coming yep, up. I agree. There's just it's, box is the UFC is boxing on steroids. Right. I think people really want to just see people just kick the shit out of each other. Yeah. They don't really care about that. They want to see people tackle each other. You know. Yeah, I think they want to see legitimate two people hit each other in boxing because that's what people are missing right now. Everyone's just trying to dodge and get their money, which you know I get, but at the same time you're in the sport to, you know, lay your body out on the line. So I'm not really uh, I'm not convinced that Floyd will win, but I feel like a lot of people have said that about him, and he always comes out winning because he plays with the judges. He knows how the judges score, and I think McGregor... I think McGregor could get really frustrated, too. And I know there is something in the contract, like if McGregor even like throws a kick, he loses all his money. Really? Yeah, I think they had to do that. But at the same time, uh, you know, uh, it'd be hysterical if he did it. Uh, yeah. If he didn't really care about the money. Well, well actually, to contradict that, I heard... Um, on the radio that, you know, even if, even if Mayweather, see, this is, this is where the technical stuff comes and I'm, and I'm not too sure about it, but I heard that even if May, even if, sorry, even if McGregor loses and is disqualified, he still gets paid oh, his money. I Yeah. I so, know. so this is my last question. Do you think McGregor will just say, screw it, I'm just going to tackle you, beat the shit out of you and say, give me my money? Uh, if that's the case, I, if, if he said that at the press conference, like, Yo, I'm I'm gonna knock you out like with my feet. I'm gonna just tack, <laughs> I'm gonna tap you in the boxing ring. Yeah, I'm paying ninety bucks to see it. Yeah, because that, that'd be great. 
Um, and you don't know when it's coming either, Mayweather. It's coming. It could come the 5th, could come the 1st, could come the 7th. You don't you know. No idea. And also, a lot of people don't realize this, too. Uh, I think a UFC, uh, a title UFC match is longer than a boxing match. Huh. Yeah. Why is that? So, a, a title, you, for, for when you fight for the title, you go five rounds for five minutes, right. 25 minutes. Boxing is two 12-minute rounds, 24 minutes. Hmm. A lot more breaks, too. Hmm. So, the cardio... In theory, shouldn't be an issue. Right. Uh, McGregor's natural weight is also 155, so that shouldn't be an issue either. And what are they boxing at? Uh, I would think 155. Okay. I don't know. I actually don't is, know. It, is it featherweight? Is it lightweight? That's a lightweight. Okay. Well, actually, boxing in UFC is different. I don't want to speak out. I don't actually know. Okay. That's, who knows? Yeah. Uh, you would think they'd have it unanimous, like everything would be the same, all weight divisions and everything, but it's I think it would have to be. It's com- Completely different in, in all oh, really? sports. Yeah, I don't understand it either. That's not really my game. I'm more of just a, like to watch UFC. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I would say May, I'll give it to Mayweather right now just because it's his sport, but I wouldn't be surprised if McGregor does some shit and just right. knocks him out. Are you in agreement with that or are you? Uh, see, I would love to see Mayweather lose. I would, yeah. I would love it. Like, I would give $100 to see. I would, I would pay it twice to see, May, to see Mayweather lose just because he's so cocky, he has so much money, and he's just like, and he can't read, which is hysterical. I think it's just like this guy literally is making all his, I mean, he's good at what he does, but he makes his, all his money just by dodging people. And I would love to see just Mayweather, just, uh, sorry, McGregor just get one clean hook to the face and just knock him out and end his talk. I would, I would love it so much. I completely agree. But, I mean, at the end of the day, my money is still on Mayweather. Money yeah. Mayweather, man. Um, he is he's undefeated. McGregor is not. Um, so, yeah, I, I, think, I think Mayweather will win this fight. Uh, all right. So, I think, yeah. So, we're, we both have Mayweather, which is pretty fair. So, uh, now we're going to jump to our uh, basketball insider, Joey B. Uh, and when we come back, he should be on the line. <laughs> And we're back with our basketball insider, Joey B. So, uh, Joey, first off, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, man. I was sitting in the links earlier, but I'm out here to talk some basketball. Awesome. So you've stopped your golf game to talk some basketball with your two favorite podcast guys. That's an insider. That's an insider. I like that. Oh, yeah, man. You can reach me wherever, whenever. Oh, I like that. All right. So uh, one of our segments we always do is called How Was Your Week, where we always start the program off where we ask, Whenever we start or whenever we have a guest on, we just want to get a feel for them, see how their week was, see what they're coming in with. So I'm going to ask you, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good, man. Worked Monday through Friday. Okay. Played a couple rounds of golf, played some basketball, watched some summer league, which is Oh, there you go. That's good. We need our basketball insider to be watching <laughs> summer league and playing basketball. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's just jump right into it. So y- I know you wanted to be on the podcast, talk about a couple of things, so just run us through what you wanted to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is the Miami Heat and how they probably have had the second worst offseason of any team in the NBA. Okay, wow. Uh, you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, so everyone knows, like, I went through Twitter, all the laughs about Kelly Olynyk's awful contract, but his isn't even the worst that they gave out this offseason. Who was the worst? Who was the worst? The worst belongs to a Philly local legend who might be the worst player in the NBA, Dion Waiters. <laughs> okay, so uh, do you just have like a, do you hate him or like you hate his game? What do you, what do you not like yeah, about him? Yeah, it's a personal grudge because yeah. I, I know you're a Philly native, Joe. So do you have beef what, with yeah. Dion Waiters? What is it? I kind of have a little bit of beef with Dion Waiters. I think he is the most inefficient, one of the laziest players in the NBA who does not make a team better. 
Wow. So what do you uh, so so for the listeners that don't know it, how about you? Do you know his contract details? Do you know anything about it? Yeah, it's, I think it's four years, fifty-two million. Okay. So and four years for a guy who just two years ago, 2014-2015, he played a whole season and got fouled exactly zero times. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's just completely outrageous? I yeah, that's the, probably the most laughable stat I've ever heard in my entire life. All right, this so some guy shoots 35% from three career in a league where three and D gets more important. He can't do either one of those things. He cannot defend anybody. Okay. And he's just, well, he's just negative PR all over the place. Well, how about this? He averages a steal for his career. <laughs> one <laughs> steal per game from a starting shooting guard, and you're going to crown him a good player? <laughs> all right, so uh, a little bit of contract talk. Uh, what do you what do you think he's worth? And I think I think he's a one-year deal. If you're Pat Riley and you're trying to pick big, big free agents, into your team. That's what Miami is. You want people to play in the starlight. This is the reason LeBron left. He's signing terrible players on long-term deals. Interesting. If I was a Miami fan, I'd be either rooting for Pat Riley to resign or finally croak. <laughs> well, well, Joe, think about this, okay? This was Deion Waiters' debatably best season. Actually, not even debatably. It was his best season ever. Um, and, you know, he's, he's finally found his place. He's only 25 years old. He's averaged 16 points and he shot 40% from the three. What do you not like about that? And he only played in 46 games. Uh, a, the number that I don't like is 46 games. If you're paying someone $52 million for four years, I want them to be able to play. B, best season on a contract year is a pretty bad thing to do. Courtney Lee did that. How the Knicks like in that the other one I can't stomach is Joe Kim Noah got a deal from Chicago off his best season ever. That didn't turn out so well. Yeah. I just think signing older players who are longer in the tooth to long deals off their best seasons ever is not a way to run a franchise consistently. If the Dion Waiters make that team any better than a first-round exit in the playoffs, I don't think so. So what do you think Dion Waiters is worth? I think Dion Waiters is worth eight year or one year deal. I'd want to do a one year with a team option for the second with a higher part of money. I'm fine with spending a lot of money on him on one year. Look, you struck out on Gordon Hayward. You struck out on every single other free agent. What I would have done is play him year by year like every other team has ever done to be on later. How much would you pay him? How much would you pay him, Joe? I'd probably pay him 8 to $10 million a year for mm. one to two years. Even 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 with how big the cap space is? Yeah, I'd rather have him walk, honestly. If you're not first in the NBA in your conference, you might as well stay. All right, so... a lot of benefits to having open cap rooms and paying a ton of money for Kelly Olenek and Dion Waiters. Yeah. Who would you rather have? Tim Hardaway... If, if you're a Knicks fan, who would you rather have? Tim Hardaway Jr. or Dion Waiters? Oh, good question. I really... I need to I'd that. rather have Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't even think it's close. And Why? Why? Because at least he has a little bit of upside. I can't see Dion Waiters playing any better than he did last year. And if you're going to play for someone four years, they might as well have a lot of money. I get it. That Tim Hardaway deal, you're never going to be able to trade it. He doesn't perform your stuff with him for four years. But the Dion Waiters deal is the same thing. Well, yeah, so what I... Okay. At least with the Knicks, they have some expiring contracts where they wanted to buy out Hardaway if he doesn't perform. They might be able to do that. But the Heat are trying to lower big names in 2018. 
So that's yeah, like their whole okay. franchise goal, and they just self-destructed that by giving Fourier deal to Olenek and Dion uh, Waiters. So you're in agreement though about the actual price per year, because essentially a uh, four-year, fifty-two million dollar contract. It's like what? It's what? Uh, 10, 12, 13 a year. Uh, yeah, I, I get the money because with the rising salary cap. I you, you don't get the amount of years, him, though. Locking him for four years is outrageous. But do you think... Do you think a player that's so inconsistent, paying him for that money is just... I cannot understand it. I was the easy man. Do you think, though, do you think, though, at 13, 13 a year... They get two years out of him. Then the salary cap is is rising, and he's essentially a cheap player. Do you think maybe that that long term plan was pretty smart? Because if he has my a... issue is that the cap this year rise considerably less than people thought it was going to, and I think that trend's going to continue. True. It's not like the TV deal is going to get much higher. And put locking any player over the age of twenty nine that may visit LeBron, Kevin Durant, or one of the best players in the league. Well, okay, so let me ask you this about Deion Waiters. So Deion Waiters obviously played more at the latter end of the season. And and as you know, that the that the Heat went did very well at the end. They actually they actually went five hundred when they thought they were gonna get like twenty five wins total. And Deion Waiters, I think, was an essential part of that, not only in the locker room but on the court. He had a couple game winners. Um, and why do you think now that he's not worth it when he's you know, when he's proved himself at the end of the season, that that he's proved himself at the end of the season that he can actually score the basketball. He can he can play a little bit different defense, and he's actually clutch too. And he's helped this team come back to even to just barely miss the playoffs. Uh, the worst place to be in the NBA is the eighth seed through the fifth seed. I don't I don't think you'll find an argument for anybody about that. And if you want a player to lead you to that, Deion Waiters guy, I'm not paying for that. Playoffs is playoffs though, and and you know coaches. Coaches, coaches ride and die on if they make the playoffs. So why are you saying that Dion? Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure the head coach in Miami was almost ecstatic that they almost made the playoffs when they expected to win 25 games. You know, like oh, why? Wh- had an amazing coaching year. I will not doubt that. I think Miami ludicrously overperformed last year, and to pay a team that ludicrously overperformed, I do not think is a great idea. But Small but who do they have to pay, Joe? Three games or fifty. Joe, who do they have to pay besides Whiteside? They have to pay. They have to pay it's on Whiteside. They have to pay pretty much no one else. I would have left the entire team open besides that. I would have rather pay Scrubs. I think it makes more sense. And, and that's, that's, and that's what you're doing. You're, you're paying Scrubs, right? You're paying Scrubs with Dion Waiters, right? Aren't you just paying Scrubs? For four years? I, you don't pay Scrubs for four years. You pay them for four months. You pay them for a season. <laughs> So who, so who would you have liked to see the Heat get? So what do you think about the Kelly Olynyk deal then? Because it's essentially the oh, same amount of money. Is, that, that deal is bad, but not as bad. Uh, and here's why. Yeah. Because Hassan Whiteside he has it. played more minutes than almost any other player when he's on the floor. He needs a break. If you're actually thinking he's a long piece, you need someone who's capable behind him. And Kelly Olynyk, for as bad as I think he is, is nowhere near as bad of a deal as I think it was for Deion Waiters. But you, but do you also think that? So you're essentially saying that they're paying Kelly Olynyk to replace Whiteside when he's tired. Uh, yeah, basically, I think he's going to play 22 minutes a game, something like that. He's going to play decent minutes. He's going to do what he did for Boston, be a good 
You don't think now? You don't think now that Chris Bosh is? You don't think now that Chris Bosh is gone, they're just going to start him at the four and get him as a stretch four, hit threes? Because he can do it. I don't think he's a four. I think he's an NBA four. I'm in, I'm I'm in agreement with Matt there. Yeah. I I think I think traditional basketball maybe he's yeah he's definitely a five, but this NBA I mean all he really does is is shoot threes. Yeah, he's he's been known to hit yeah, a few unless threes. that's what he did at, in Boston, and I'm mistaken on his game, but I mean that's really what he's been practicing. Well, Boston's such a small team that he had to play the five was the issue because Horford was their only big man. I could see him rolling into that starting floor, but I don't think that's where he's best used. Wow, okay. I so, think you play him against a big center, a big rebounding, blocking presence, and you force that guy to stretch the floor. Okay, so okay, so obviously they couldn't re-sign Chris Bosch because of medical reasons. So who else did they have besides Millsap that they could have even thought about acquiring, you know? And Millsap was pretty set on going to Denver because of the money, and I don't I, I don't know if if if, if the Heat could have even done could have even given him a max con, max contract because of all the stuff they've already given other players. So so what who else could they have gotten besides Kelly Olynyk on the market for the power forward? Sometimes it's better to sign no one than someone. Mm. All right, so yeah. so you're just saying so you're saying that the Heat should just tank again? I'm saying the Heat should try to win 25 games, get a good draft pick, and try to lure people in 2018. 2018 is the real free agent year, not this year. So they so the Heat also do have that rookie they they drafted who is a power forward. Um, so maybe Bam, yeah, I, I like Bam. Yeah. I don't think he could play power forward. Well, he's he's drafted as a power forward. I don't think he's a either. He's a small center. He thinks he's a <laughs> small center. <laughs> six, <laughs> six, so the, reason, the issue is that this is our backyard. <laughs> that that is a hot take right there. A small center. Like, Joe, 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 Joe. Do we now have? Do we now have six? Six positions on the basketball court. We now have power forward, small center, and center. Cue hot take music. <laughs> I'm a big proponent of positionless basketball. Okay. Big proponent of positionless basketball. Okay. So this is our, just to reiterate, this is our basketball insider, Joey B slash NBA coach. <laughs> for two dudes talking. Um, all right, Joey. Yeah, so uh, I know there was something else you wanted to talk about also. I want to talk about this draft class. Yes. yes, it is. People are saying that it's the best in my, like, the best I've ever seen. That's what they keep saying, but I don't agree with it. Okay. All right, so so give us the rundown. I think there are four, I think there are four players in this draft class that will be something good, and then the rest are maybes and not guarantees, and I think the four will surprise you guys. Hit them. What are they? Markel Fultz, number one overall pick. Best? Is, is he the best? You think he'll be the best? I don't know if he'll be the best, but I think he's a... Sure, starter in this league. All right, Joe. I really, Joe, really Joe, 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 Joe. Hold on, hold on, Joe, Joe. Before you go on, tell us your your top four, and then from best to worst, or, or best to like least best, I guess, and tell us why. Number one, Markel Fultz. Okay. I think his summer league stuff has gotten real good. Yeah, but I, I think his summer league stuff 
a little overblown, too. If you look at minutes played in the summer league, he's number two. Why on earth is he playing that much in the summer league? So what do, you th- do you think it's the There's shoes? There's no reason for it. Do you think it's the shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really care about the shoes. <laughs> yeah. He can play whatever he wants. You know, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually a big advocate for Kobe's. And, you know, when I, when I lace up, I always, I always rock Kobe's. This is, this, is not, this is not a sponsorship or anything. But when I, when I play ball, I always lace up in Kobe's. And I'm glad that Lonzo is learning as well that, that, these, that these Lonzo ball shoes are not going to get it. You need Kobe's to do it. And, you know, he's <laughs> dropping triple doubles in Kobe's, so let him keep doing what do you it. Think? He, he, oh, he wore the Harden's the next night, and then the next night he wore the unreleased Steph Curry tooth. Yeah. Uh, so what do you so what do you think a triple double in summer league equates to in the NBA? Uh, I think it equates to absolutely nothing. Nothing. It's, it's cool for the fans. He's selling tickets, but I don't think he should be playing as much. He's, he looks gassed. He's shooting bad. He's a great passer. He's going to be a great passer in the NBA. I think everyone accepts that. Yeah. It's. I think they need to. I think they need to sit him down for the rest of the summer league. Okay. So that's number two. Third, third on my list would be the guy that is Dallas Dennis Smith Jr. I think he's going to be the man. I'm sorry, we didn't hear you, John. What was that? Dennis Smith Jr. Ah. Okay. Now, I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's going to be a six man. I think he's going to be lethal. Okay. Well, I, I mean, he's I agree a, with he's you. He's a little undersized, which is an issue. Defense is always going to be a problem for him. I see him as a Lou Williams type that can also get to the basket. I think he's going to be national off the bench. Oh. Um, you think they drafted him in the lo- – they, they got him in the lottery? Yeah. Yeah, he, I, think, I think he was the perfect pick. For you think they order. drafted a lottery sixth man? Or you think he's going to be better than that in the future? I think he's going to be better than that in the future. Okay. I think day one is lottery sixth man. Wow. If you can get a sixth man rookie to play well, that's a hell of a draft pick coming in early. Hot takes. Love it. Uh, okay, and, and the fourth one yeah. is going to surprise you guys. Okay, wait, cue the music, cue the music. Hot take alert. Hit me. Finish Tower, Laurie Marcus. <laughs> so you don't even have Jason Tatum on here? No, yeah, I'll talk about that in a minute. All right. But uh, Laurie Markkinen is going into probably the worst team in the NBA. Maybe <laughs> top two worst team in the NBA. The next he's gonna baby. Play, he's going to play his heart out. He's going to probably have a lot of bad nights, but he's going to show the flashes. I think he's got the best opportunity out of anyone in the top outside of Colton Ball to play for series minutes. Okay. And I think I think he's really efficient. I think he can shoot well. I think he stretches the floor. He's a he's a stretch four. He's a perfect stretch four. Who drafted him again? The Chicago Bulls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest issue. <laughs> ah. Biggest issue is he's with the worst GM in the league by far. Wow. I've. I- our basketball insider has a lot of takes. Well, 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 well. To clear things up, he was not drafted by the Bulls. He was drafted by the Timberwolves and then traded immediately to the, the Bulls. Bulls. That's the issue. He's going to be judged by that trade, Jimmy Butler. But he shouldn't be. He should be taken as his own asset, and I think he's going to be okay. I think he'll be the fourth most likely to be a starter in the NBA. Oh, really? And and so so so. If you had one comparison player, because during the draft they compared him to Bill Lambeer, which I thought was absolute, absolutely laughable, because cause they're just like, who is a white guy who is equal in size? And they're like, hmm, Bill Lambeer. <laughs> but that's not his game at all. He's a three-point shooter, right? Uh, I think Jalen Rose might be the worst NBA 
Yeah, you saw that too, right? Yeah. He's awful, man. I keep, I keep hearing Chicago fans call him Mini Dirk. I don't see that. I see uh, Ryan Anderson that's a little more athletic. Oh, Ryan Anderson is the best? Ryan Anderson is going to be the fourth best player in this draft. He would be I'm a big believer in Ryan Anderson. Me too. Everything he's been through, I he's know. been through a lot actually. People yeah, don't know about I that. Know. He's the Low man. Low key shit. Though. He cannot play defense to save his life, and that's where I think Larkin is going to be better. More athletic, a little longer in the arms. Well, he's seven he's foot. He's seven foot with the seven foot wingspan. That's perfect for yeah. stretch four. That's perfect. Uh, talking, go back to Tatum. I'm going to tell you why he's not going to work in Boston. All right, let's hear it. Who's he going to play? Who's he going to play over? Like, his position is stacked on that team. There you go. they got 18 wings on that roster. He's hardly ever going to play. Yeah, you're right. They they are are really... They're going to have to trade away. Or or they're going to really see in the first couple years if he's really the real deal or not, and then trade away, make him move, get him cheap. But Danny, Danny, hypothetical move machine Ainge, is not going to do anything. (laughs) That's a t-shirt right there. (laughs) That's the issue. Oh, wow. All right, Joe. Um, we need we need one last wrap up take from you. We need a summary take from you. Summary take. Okay. I'm gonna dig deep into the bag and find a hot take for you. Minnesota Timberwolves are gonna struggle mightily out of the game this year. You heard it here first, guys. You heard it here first. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thanks so much, man. Oh, where can they where can they find you? Where can, yeah. people, where can our listeners reach and find you and follow you? Uh, follow me on Twitter at jbuckley1270, that's B-U-C-K-L-E-Y, 1270. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, thanks, Joe. Just want to thank uh, Joey B for coming on, our basketball insider. You'll hear from him a lot. He actually has a lot of really funny hysterical takes that, are, that seem to be pretty accurate, actually. I really wouldn't doubt his stuff. Definitely give him a follow on Twitter. Um, appreciate you coming at, on. At, at jbuckley1270. Uh, yeah, that's on Twitter. All right, so uh, our next uh, segment we want to talk about uh, is just something that we, uh, we're kind of discussing. You know, we're new to the podcast game, obviously, so we don't know all the in and outs, but, you know, we're trying our best. Um, YouTube has been saving us, but I think it's time that we scale a lot quicker and we get an intern. This was, yes. this was Nick's idea who brought it to the table, so Nick uh, took the initiative to try to create a Craigslist post. We just want to kind of run you through what we've been talking about for the whole week when it comes to uh, an intern. And if you, if, if you want to be potentially an intern for uh, Two Dudes Talking, you know. Uh, tweet at us, please. Tweet at us. Let, let us know, at Two Dudes Talking on Twitter. Yes. Um, all right, uh, Nick, so uh, talk to me about what the, the Craigslist ad said and what we're looking for. Yeah, so I was going to create a nice Craigslist ad, uh, I'm sorry, Craigslist ad on Craigslist, of course. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I was looking around, I was, I was shopping the market, and, you know, no one has podcast interns, you know. We really need people who can really do what we do. do and who can it can help us out a lot. Um, so I'll just I'll just read the ad that we almost posted. I'll, po- I'll tell you why we didn't post it. But here it is. So for all our listeners out there, um, this is if this, this applies is to you, let us know. Yeah. So we are looking for an audio engineer interested in podcasting. That is the title of the internship. Now, what will you do? Great question. I will let you know. <laughs> so we are looking for a charismatic person who is knowledgeable in the field of audio engineering who can edit podcasts and mix sick beats. Sick beats. This part is absolutely crucial. 
We're an up-and-coming podcast duo featuring two dudes, us, who talk about basketball as well as many other topics that are quite applicable to the average person. For this job, you'll be asked to sit on the recordings and potentially add content if we content if we find you funny. But if we don't find you funny, you'll not be able to speak. <laughs> but you'll still have to sit in with us. That's that's very important as well. You will always be with us all the time. <laughs> and if you're not funny, we'll let you know pretty <laughs> yeah, quick. You will know immediately if you if we find you funny. All right. So we will give you complete com- uh, complete creative freedom when it comes to create uh, to the creation of these said sick beats and editing. Uh, we really like sound effects, as you know, cue sound effects. Cue sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can, if you know how to add these in and can find these sick sound effects, that'd be awesome. And then uh, knowledge of how to put in the the rap horn. Sound effects is also a vital requirement here because we love the rap horn. Cue rap horn. Uh, <laughs> if you do not know how to do this, please do not apply for this internship. That is the most vital thing ever. Also, a huge plus is if you are an up and coming SoundCloud rapper. Definitely hit us up because we love to put sick beats at the end of our podcast. Also, extensive knowledge of basketball obviously is huge. And the ability to make outrageous statements that just might make sense is a plus as well. And how long we have to, how long we guys have to work for us? Not long. We expect to reach elite status within the next few weeks or a couple months. So, and also you're asking how much will you get paid? Nothing at all, Nothing right? Nothing at all. That's the beauty. And yeah. you know why? Because we will give you college credit. <laughs> we will email your college and we will tell them, you know what? Let's say let's say his name is Brandon. Brandon was extensively good at audio engineering. He he deserved it all. He deserves <laughs> Brandon worked so hard. He worked so hard and he deserves an A in in, in audio engineering physics. Yeah. You know? He 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 did it all for us. And so, it's, it should be a long term plan, because if you do really well as we scale. You might not even need college because we'll bring you on full time. Yeah, and you know you could be making I don't know 100k a podcast. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> Who knows? The the uh, it's it's endless really. I mean the amount of money you can make. We're thinking three to five million per episode. Yeah, it's just gonna take twelve to fifteen ad reads. Exactly, and they can't be brought to you by scaling memes for geometrically challenged yeah. teens. Not every time. <laughs> not every but, time. But 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 there will be there will be a recurring sponsor definitely. <laughs> they they I really like them. Um, yeah, so we're really looking for that engineer. Um, who can just, you know, use GarageBand a little better than us. And honestly, if you have your own equipment, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. So we're really looking for a, a, a free, unpaid college credit, though, intern that does whatever we say. Do you ha- Question. I'll let you answer it. Nick, do they have to get us lunch when we ask? Of course. Okay. Do they have to bathe us when we're dirty? Yeah. Okay. Do they have... But only sponge bath. You know, you're, you're, yeah. you're not like... You're not, like, in the shower. Yeah, no. Do they have to supply us with good Tinder pickup lines? That one is actually crucial. That We're going to add that to the ad. We're adding that to the... Yeah, so look out for that. We really need that... Um, you can never be too flirty. In <laughs> uh, so that's what we're looking for when it comes to uh, an intern. Um, yeah, so just let us know if you have uh, any of those skills. If you're a chick... That's okay too. Double plus. Double plus. Double plus. <laughs> that goes thrown in the yes resume pile a lot quicker. <laughs> so just beware that. Also, if you have a cool name, that also gets thrown right in the yes pile. Uh, any of the credentials? Anything they really need besides being sick with beats and potential upcoming rappers and those basketball and other topics? I mean, that seems pretty straightforward this, to me. This seems like this could be anybody, yeah, so really reach out because yeah. we're really looking for that. I know like six already. I yeah. can just, you know, there we go. Oh, and also days available whenever we are free. Yeah. So you need to work for our schedule, yep. which is fine, but, you know, we're not the most busy guys. So if you're, if you're flexible, that would be a plus as well. Yeah. Um, 
Over 21 helps a lot. Definitely. Just because there's a lot of things on the internet you need to agree to. You need to be 18 or older, right. 21 or older. So, you yeah. know, if we ever need a beer, you know, we, we can't do it. We're podcasting, We're you know? Po- mm-hmm. We need everything to be legal, especially for college credit. Right. You can't trust college. Or if you have a very good fake ID, but we will inspect the quality of the <laughs> fake ID. And also, this is a disclaimer. If it's fake, we don't know it's fake. We right. think it's real. Yep. The whole time. Yep. If you're not 21, we are not hiring you. Yeah. Wink. Right. Wink. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Uh, all right, guys. So that that's going to wrap up uh, episode two. Uh, just to summarize real quickly, we had uh, a couple of our segments. We even had uh, Joey B on, uh, who will be a reoccurring guest for sure. Um, maybe we'll, we'll try to get him on when there's some big basketball stuff going on. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is going to be uploaded to SoundCloud. So, once again, the way we think SoundCloud works is to, to download, 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 but also listen. Yes. Listening is big. All right, guys. Have a good uh have a good Sunday. I guess we'll really whenever you want to listen to this. So yeah. Really yeah. Alright. Alright. Peace guys. Peace. Hey, it's been a uh, it's been a crazy fucking ride already, so sometimes you just gotta take a step back. Yeah, yeah. Foot long joint, yeah. Case full of gin. Every night we black out just to take it all in. Every day we wake up just to all again, every day we black out just to take it all in. Foot long joint, case full of gin. Every day we black out just to take it all in. Every day we wake up just to do it all again. Every day we black out just to take it all in. I remember having no offense. Whoa, damn. Guess I done came a long way. I went from no. Can't stop now. I'm always working. I know deep down that I'm deserving of what I got, of what I'll get. Hunted on my wrist, dirty on my neck. Used to hang rappers on the wall. Now we hang plaques up. Your favorite rapper looking at your other favorite rapper like, damn, I think he's really about to lap us. I spoke to the universe and spoke right back. Truthfully, I don't even smoke like that. But I'm with the same people who can tell you where I came from. So I bought a half a pound for my day Case full of gin Every night we black out Just to take it all in Every day we wake up Just to do it all again Every night we black out Just to take it all in Foot long joint Case full of gin Every night we black out Just to